I thought Lost Ark. I seen. I what's weird is I saw an article that said the Lost Ark, uh, that we're actually growing in numbers. No, still. no. I, yeah, I think it, it probably is over time, um, because a lot of people who are into like the top down kind of like character games, uh, probably really like Lost Ark. Hold on a second. When did Elden Ring come out though? That's the kind of oh like, the god, yeah. Thing. Because that's where every a bunch of games took a smack. So I so Lost Ark took a smack for me first because of triangle strategy, like I talked about. Yeah, sure. And then it immediately took a smack from me because of like triangle strategy was out, but I wasn't quite done it. I was kind of losing interest in it because it doesn't have the strategy that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then immediately Elden Ring came out. I haven't touched Lost Ark since. Yeah. This is kind of neat here, though. It actually hasn't been going up. It's been going down. Uh, yeah, it looks like it right it's near been, the end. It's been recovering a little bit recently for what it's lost. But Dipped on March 10th. What happened on March 10th? March 10th. Uh, it's not going to help yeah, us. Yeah, just say Wikipedia. Game games. releases. I'm assuming it's a game release. Age of Ashes. Oh, really? So it took a hit during Age of Ashes for a moment. Really? Why? Yep. Because Age of Ashes is another MMO. Oh, Wow, that's funny. I and never even came right back up. How again. fucked is that? That is the first MMO I've not. I didn't know before it released. That is the literal first MMO that yeah. in my lifetime, in my lifetime, that I didn't know before it released. Yeah, you're kind of into MMOs. I, I that's didn't know funny. about it either, but I'm like, okay, like that. W- it might be bad because it, it might be terrible. good. It was it w- terrible. Oh, was it a bad? The game? reviews on it were terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, because say, you can tell. Like, look at this Steam trend. It's like, okay, it's waning. Like day, like you know, I mean, different days. Different and then it jumps right back up. On like the this is of- it's you know nighttime or like daytime, like work hours. Okay, after work, work hours, after work, and then bloop, it drops. Yeah. And then immediately comes, comes right, back, right up back up the and next recovers. Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it didn't recover as well though. No, it but, never really did. But then, like, who knows, right? But it looks like the average player has more or less stayed the same. Yeah, it's, it's, it's lost lower. a little bit. Yeah, it's lower, but it's not six seven percent. It's not it's not significant in in the in the like well being of the game. Yeah, no, it's still it's all time peak when it was at its highest. It's, it's over half million. a million still. It's over half a million. Hey, what's the Elden Ring? Let's just take a look at the Steam chart for Elden Ring. I just want to Elden take a look. Now, unfortunately, the, here's the problem with the Steam. I chart. know it's only Steam. It's only Steam. So it can give us a trend, but it, it won't give us everything. Right. But I think it'll give us a pretty good trend of what to expect uh, for the like for everything. Let's see what this one has to say. Steam DB. So what do we got here? Uh, Elden Ring is. At above that, so all time peak is only it. It never had as many players as uh, Lost Ark. That's funny, by quite a margin. Well, that's understandable, though. Yeah, Lost Ark is more of an everybody game. Yeah, yeah. But considering that that's Dark Souls ins- is considered uh, for, those like yeah elitist. for a Souls game for a Souls game, that's actually insane. And that's uh, for amount that's of only Steam. Lost Ark only came out on computer. Right. I think. right. So who knows what the other sales are? So no, this this number is massive. Yeah. Because there's a shit ton of people who don't play it on PC. Because there's a lot of console gamers that play like Souls style games. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, playing it on PS5 right now, not on PC. And a, lo- a couple of my friends have it on uh, other things too. Yeah, hilariously PS5. I I know more people that have it on PS5 than have it on computer at this point. Actually, I think I do too. Which, Which is, is weird is... that considering the PS5 is still considered hard to get. And like my whole core group of people, actually, no, that's true. That no, no, no that can't be true. Because everyone I know has Elden Ring. Yeah, for sure. So like all and all, a lot of people I know are PC gamers. That's true. So like it's got a. I know more people on PC, but yeah, that that's true. I I know a mix of people. I'm kind of all around. Fair. Yeah, yeah. That's my big struggle is so I I, I just live in the PC space. I wish. <laughs> um, I struggle because I first got the PC because Demon Souls remastered or yeah. PS5. That's really why I got it in Returnal. I I do remember you specifically saying that when you got it. Yeah, it was my it, my and wife, then, and then Spider Man was kind of like the 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 butter. Yeah, it was. The, oh, this is it. really cool. You, yeah, you yeah. told me how great it was. Yeah, on, yeah. It, it's a, yeah. I played I played the the first one, not the second one. Yeah, you played the PS4 version. Yes, that's true. But it was still a good game. Doesn't yeah, matter what version you played. They improved the graphics. They just made it look better. That's all they yeah. did. Yeah. So, which it would already look good enough. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Like that's the thing is like the PS4 to PS5 jump. I get that there was a a, a significant improvement, more or less, in hardware. But like visually, for a lot of the games, we've kind of hit that plateau. 
where yeah. it's like, yeah, games are going to get better-ish. But I mean, like, aside from going to photorealistic, it's mm-hmm. not going to be a massive graphics jump. I think the two things that it did, the the, the generation jump, as yeah. far as I can tell, know that I didn't have a PS5 or PS4. PS4 yeah. As far as I can tell is improved lighting and a little bit of improved graphics, mostly in the case of the lighting, yeah, but also better FPS. Yeah. And 4K. Yeah, fair. That's it. That's all it did. We didn't really increase our graphics too much. We increased our resolution, it's our probably, lighting, and our frame rates. It's mostly, I think, an upgrade for VR. Like, as far as, like, significance. Oh, maybe, yeah. I don't PlayStation know. PlayStation VR is huge. Oh, yeah, I know. It's crazy. A lot of the people that I... Like, you and I are the only two that I know that have computer-based Oh, I, I know a couple of people. Um, Like, some of my cousins have, like, the Quest so that they can just, like, pop it on their kid's head and be like, see ya. Yeah, it is <laughs> so, nice. Like, the, 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 as far as, like, just, like, entry-level VR, the Oculus Quest 2 was, like, perfect. I, that's a question I've been asking myself is, because you, you and I both have the Steam version, the HTC yeah. Vive. You've got the... Yeah. Ver, do you have the version 2? Uh, no, no, I have the, uh, the original... You just um, have the wireless release. kit. I don't have the dev kit. I have the original release of of the Vive. Yeah, but you've got like the wireless. Um, yeah, I do have. Right, I have an adapter. Yeah. yeah, you have the adapter. Which, by the way, that was the, the best fucking purchase I, know. I made. Oh my god, so good. I think if here's the deal is I personally, at least in my household, mm-hmm. 3D like that uh, or virtual reality VR is more of a gimmick for us for my nieces and stuff. So I'm not. I don't. I'm not spending more money on it. That's fine. Yeah. There just hasn't been that many games that I've been enjoying. Um, so there's a, what's it? So first off, uh, Beat Saber's been improved and iterated on. They have new notes and stuff like that now. Do they? Uh, I, I liked them when they added multiplayer. Yeah. So multiplayer's been improved massively. Good. Um, the They've added the, and this was like a, like a week ago. They added the, um, it's like a light ray kind of oh, yeah. note where it connects notes. And then there's another one where it's like a bunch of notes like that just chop in sequence, like a, like a movement. Oh, okay. Um, but the but the light rays too look like you have to keep your saber in them. So the thing is, is here's what I can tell: is there are two things supporting VR at this point. Oh, and uh, sorry, I meant to say there's another game that just came out too. That's another music based game, but it's not like a music challenge based game. It's like a um a virtual make a song thing, yeah, that's and it's cool. got like a bunch of virtual like instruments and a bunch of instruments that were designed for VR only. That's cool. So and there's a demo for it. You should try it. Yeah, I should. That's that's pretty cool. I should give that to my, the, my nieces and stuff. Yeah, because fucking everyone likes making music. But as far as I can tell, the two things that are supporting VR is Beat Saber and porn. Um, yeah, uh, there's a couple of other games, too, that are doing really well. There's an MMO that came out for VR that's doing pretty okay. Really? Yeah. Um, there's also... Um, oh, shoot. What was it called? There's another game that was like... Uh, is, is it... I'm going to shoot myself in the head later. Uh, Sword and Sorcery, I think, is like another That's an older one. one. And uh, the more recent one that's been doing pretty well is Until You Fall, which I have that. That's a blast. To I play. don't know that one. Oh, you'd love that game. You'd love that game for sure. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's 100% a fantasy. You are just fighting things that are coming at you kind of thing. But as you are fighting, they'll do moves that you can block and stuff like that. But there's like like almost like Beat Saber-esque like um parries and shit like that that happen but they're fast so you got to keep going and the idea is that it keeps ramping up as you go so it's like ideas until you fall but you do have movement it is a game it's not just a not just a tech demo i think there is one environment that has been wholesomely underdeveloped for vr that is perfectly suited for the vr that needs to be in vr what mecca um okay so zone of the enders yeah one i did which came out when that was good um what else uh shit there was another mecha game none of them are good because i have they haven't been brought up to my attention no like it's like that's the problem with vr is that there's some games that are good but there are games that are like because of like development of vr i guess in the way that it works and it's it's difficult i'm sure on developers um a lot of those games uh feel like they are one generation behind the ball that makes sense. But like but like you are in a VR version of those games. So it's not like it's insignificant. It's still like a lot of fun. But, but you are missing a lot of the QOL, the quality of life stuff that yeah. you would expect in a modern day. It's a little game. late because I think they started development way too early on it, like before VR was a thing. But all they really need to do is take something like um Mech Warriors that yeah. we've been playing. 
Turn it into then, VR. And then, yeah, exactly. Like, all we um, need is that. That can't be that hard to make. Well, I think the thing was, like, they were hoping that VR was going to be a little more accepted by the industry and that people would support it with the VR as an option. Yeah. And that did not really play the way they wanted to. Weirdly enough, VR has still been widely successful, like, in the grand scheme of things. It's but it's, those... like, it, it is, it's, like, it, yeah, everyone who has it is kind of, like, in this weird space where, they're like, okay, we kind of want more. Yeah. And the the unfortunate thing is like the easiest place to actually get like quality VR experiences is gonna be in the Oculus space because they have a bunch of exclusives. Really? Like like Star Wars shit and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't like know. Like Vader Vader Immortal looks like a blast to play, but like cause you play as Vader. Oh, because I played Squadrons and enjoyed that. Got a little bored by that. Never finished. Squadrons it. was actually a blast in VR. I got bored. I I loved it. I yeah, I can I can see how you get bored. It wasn't a, it wasn't a massively like intricate game as far no. as like a, a like a vr experience it was like the vr in some cases kind of held you back um in the sense of like you know getting set up to play the game oh no that VR requires more that steps. wasn't it it's just that the game became repetitive like i, I wanted sure. more more flying yeah more like the, not just in space i'm kind of like just flying in open space. yeah so like that was there was a couple things with the with the game that were very very questionable like the the lack of like land-based maps like we're just flying or in the air flying like dramatically around like a whole bunch of ships that you know yeah like where you have to like do the trench run because yeah and that's kind of what the point i was kind of getting to was that the maps were not star wars maps yeah they were they were maps with a star wars paint job but they didn't feel like you were dogfighting in the star wars universe you felt like you were playing a space sim yeah with star star wars paint job yeah it's all And and that is a huge disadvantage for the game because the whole idea is that it's supposed to be a little more arcadey in a sense and and like in a way that like there should be more shit for you to fly around like yeah. there is not enough cover half the time you're there with your dick in your hand going well i hope my shields hold while yeah. i like jink for a bit until somebody saves my ass and i don't remember not again i haven't finished it but i don't remember a map where there's like the hoth map where i had to fly through walker legs and shit like nope. that yeah that's no. the kind of shit you really want yeah those are the like quintessential star wars moments right yeah. you, you want them even if they're yeah it's a little hokey but like sure like we still want those things in the game because it makes it interesting it makes it feel like you're playing a star wars game yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just it was just a missed opportunity. Unfortunately, I think it's like the developers did a great job designing the game. I think that mechanically the game's solid, but the problem was that their dev- like their like game design designers, yeah, map designers, map I guess designers. Call it. I think it's, I think they're or unfor- event designers, quest designers, something like whatever. That. The level design yeah. in the game was lackluster not the mechanic design but like the world the design. world design yeah. itself and the, like like the physicality space that you move through it's fun that to fly but it was not there was nothing fun to fly in yes that's that's exactly it yeah yeah so that was really fucking annoying so after <laughs> 13 minutes of starting this conversation um i guess we should probably go with welcome to ronin geek podcast uh, yeah there is no alex here to do a cool well-timed orderly intro or to keep us corralled <laughs> or to keep us corralled in any way shape and or form yeah so all we've got is diabolical plebeian adam i hate you so much <laughs> uh just rob <laughs> yeah i think from that intro we can probably tell uh, aside from everything else we talked about oh, God, today we want to talk about diabolical because i think now alex has seen it but he's not here today you because alex is kind of the one that first saw it and then he mentioned it to us, which is funny because, like, well, like I, I knew it was coming out, and yeah. I knew that it was about to hit. And I hadn't just hadn't sat down to watch it yet, uh, but yeah. So you know, what was strange to me. You know, why I didn't watch it when Alex had mentioned it on the last recording hmm. was I knew it was coming out. I knew it was the day it was coming out because I was very excited yeah. for it. And I went to my Amazon Prime, yeah, and it didn't come up at all. And like any of my recommended, any of my list, like oh, I really? scrolled through, didn't find them. Like Am- Amazon okay. must not be out yet. Amazon Prime is so fucking bad. They're so fucking bad. And then so I, Alex mentioned, I'm like, oh, it is out. So then I had to like go and search it in Amazon Prime, and yeah. then I found it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how did you not realize this is right down my alley? That, that's so like that's the thing, right? Amazon Prime Video has good content on it. You'll never know. Yeah. Because, like, they have the worst user interface. Oh, it's so slow. The only other user interface that was, like, more mind-boggling was Stadia because it was designed by Google and had no search feature. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I think you laughed at that before. Like, oh, my God. And, like, oh, man. Stadia breaks my heart because it's actually good. Like, I still have it, and I actually use it a bunch. Have they added a search feature? 
Yeah, they have. Okay, good. It took them about a year. Wow. I know, right? It just, it, I'm sorry. It's just so funny because it is Google. That that is so sad. <laughs> it's so but like, sad. I find there's Amazon in order of like terrible mainstreams. Like obviously, I don't have like Hulu. I don't have a lot of the American right. ones. But and those are good. I've I've they're uh, they're, they're fine. fine. Yeah. So if you got like your Amazon Prime, which just is dog trash. Uh, actually, you know you know what I find is the worst Funimation because I can't even put it on my TV. It lags so badly on my TV. Oh, it's fine on mine. Really? We have the same TV. The the one down here. I don't. Do we the one down here? The yeah. my, like the main one that I use for watching TV. Same the one LG? that uh, Alex has, right? Yeah. The LG sixty-five yeah, yeah. inch. Blah 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 yeah, blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Weird. Mine. Maybe. Did you update it? Not in a while because I gave up on it. Oh. Well, that might be it. Yeah. So there's Funimation, which I couldn't fucking use at all. Sure. Got rid of it. And then there's Amazon Prime. For the record, Funimation is not bad, but it is better than Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, and then there was Disney well, Plus, I think it still has some struggles. Like it's slow, it's um, laggy. I don't, I'm not a huge it's fan. Not, it's not terrible. It's not, it's not amazing. There's some weird, weird glitches that you'll get sometimes. Like yeah. you'll have to turn off your subtitles to get them on. Yeah. Like that. that kind of weird shit. Yeah. Right. That happened to you too. Yeah. yeah well, you have to like, I, that might be our TV to be honest. Was... maybe but yeah you'll find like the movie will start with subtitles and you have to like turn off the subtitles then or turn on the subtitles and turn them off, off again, again yeah. um i find that amazon prime every once in a while will start without sound or maybe no netflix has been doing that recently mm-hmm. every once in a while i'll start a netflix video and there'll be no sound i'm like okay like i'll am i mute no oh shit it's netflix doing the netflix thing i haven't quite figured that one out yet oh shit so yeah. diabolical um I we'll just touch on each of these, I think, right? Yeah, I think we'll just touch on each of them. Um, so first one, Laser Baby's Day Out. I, I got to ask first question: Did you like it overall? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Overall, I liked it. Right, yeah, cool. I thought overall it was good. There were some episodes that were just kind of like, eh. Um, and I'll kind of touch on that as we kind of go. So um, this is an anthology series. Each episode yeah, is unique. The story. way I've been pitching this to people, it's the boys. If it was Star Wars Visions. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's, just, it's an it's easy an way for people to know. It's an anthology. What about Love, it's Death, and Robots? You're just doing dirty on that? Well, Love, Death, and Robots is not just cartoon animation. It, True. It is It is a bunch it's of different... It's more varied. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Love, Death, and Robots. I want more Love, Death, and Robots. The last season was meh. Yeah, it was. But you know what? It still gave me one fucking gem, which was the Christmas episode. Yeah, that was like I cannot the monster. I, I cannot overstate how much I love that. I love that one. Yeah. That, that I think that's my favorite one of the entire series. I actually might agree with that. Yeah, it's really fucking good. So Laser Babies Day Out. I think this was actually the weakest one. <laughs> I don't know if it was the weakest one, but it was not amazing. Like in the sense of like, here's the thing: if you're going in and you're just looking to be entertained and you're not looking for anything significant, it's a fine episode. It's fine, uh, but it's not. It, it felt like, I don't know, yeah, it felt like it was missing something. The whole time I was watching, I was like, huh, this is a weird opening. It is. Yeah. They, I think they do uh, an interesting job. Like, clearly it's in the style of, like, old Looney Tunes. Well, yeah, it's it's the it's a strong. whole Baby's Day Out thing, but just done boy style. Yeah, and they even have, like, the Looney Tunes, dun, 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 yeah. like, entrance with the circle and the person showing yeah. through, like, the, the showcase circle thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't know this was Spielberg. <laughs> uh, uh, wait. Animation, oh, animation style. I see. Animation style is based on the 1990s Steven Spielberg animation, which is like the Animaniacs, the Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes so much more sense. I'm yeah, like, no, I was wait, say, no, this is Steven Seth Rogen. Spielberg animation. Yeah, this was Seth Rogen. Oh, oh yeah, and, and Evan Goldberg. Actually, I didn't know that. I knew it was Seth Rogen. Yeah, I thought this was the weakest one. Just it's it's a physical comedy where you know the baby gets into shenanigans, has laser eyes. It's, yeah, I mean it's a, it's an homage to the 1990s. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. It's it's that style. Okay, it was an homage, but that doesn't make it good. No, you're right. I think that people who like it will like it, but everyone else is just going to be like, all right. Yeah. Like it's just it's one of those things where it's like okay, like it's if, if this was at the beginning of a uh, of a movie at a movie theater, I wouldn't be upset. But it's just kind of like one of those like I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again. Yeah. So the next one I think was my favorite one. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing though, right? <laughs> um, I don't know if the second one was my favorite. It's up there. It's probably top three. Uh, but it really it was just Rick and Morty. Yeah. With a the boy skin. Actually, you know what I had a weird feeling of? Maybe just because it was Christian Slater. Maybe it was just because it was Christian Slater. So this is an animated short where pissed off soups kill their parents. And it is <laughs> done by Justin Roilander and uh, Ben Bayouth. So, and it has the voice of Roy Justin Roilander in You're it. You're adding the ER? Is it? 
Is this just Royland? Yeah, I thought it was Roylander. <laughs> no. Wow. Uh, Royland. Yeah, Justin Roiland. Um, it has his act character in it as like a small character. Oh, the the paper guy. The paper guy. Oh, that was so fucking good. So good. Well, I mean, all of it was very Roylandy. Like, I was reminded of Mr. Robot though, but maybe it's just because it's of because Christian of Slater. Slater. Yeah. Oh God, fucking the narrator. That it was so funny though. I will like that specifically the narrator part. <laughs> uh and actually i would like i did like the paper twist i thought it was funny um but no where he's narrating everything i've always loved a character concept that's in the story who's narrating yeah and they're just like crazy yeah and like you're like because it feels like this this kind of person might actually exist i don't think they actually do somewhere in the world but i don't I, see why I they want, couldn't resist I, in the boys Oh, yeah. No, in the boys. Yeah, for sure. So he, his superpower is some type of he can always tell what's he's going a, on in the he's world. He's divine. But, in the sense of like But he uh, must say it. Like, yeah. It's a part of his divinity. Yeah, he has to. He has to. Yeah, he has to be. That totally constantly. fits in the boys world. That's like, the hilarious part. It reminds me of kind of like a prophet, right? Yeah. A shitty it's like, prophet. It's like a, it's a shitty, shitty prophet. It's a shitty version of the prophet. Because he can Vought. only tell what, what is yeah. happening exactly right now. Prophet brought to you by Vought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other thing it reminded me of is sort of the Deadpool origin. Sure. Yeah. Okay, right. Fair. The, the the area where like it was shitty soups that were given superpowers. Right. From the X Men test subjects, and they're all like the the shitty ones. Yeah. That's kind of what this reminded me of. Yeah. For sure. So I I, I love that one. I love the whole thing about it. I love the slow dude slowly strangling his dad oh. and the comedy of the dad going, "Oh, yep, you got it, you got it. Oh, oh, oh it's getting a little tight." <laughs> and he's just like he's not worried until he's worried. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, that's yeah, that's all Royland comedy for sure. Yeah, he's he, there's something special about that man. Yeah, no, for, definitely. And uh, look at this, we got another. But Ben, uh, sorry, you scrolled away, so I didn't oh. see his last name. Somebody else, I didn't know there was another writer in it. That's cool. The Ben Schwartz. Oh yeah, no, ben, ben Schwartz. No, Ben Bay. Uh, Bay. Oh, I thought you were talking about Ben Schwartz. No, look um, up at the top <laughs> where it says. Oh, Ben Bay, the, yeah, bar, yeah, there the, you the go. writer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ben Schwartz is one of the actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I thought he was funny. He, he's he's. He's a known like uh, cartoon actor. So yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, oh, uh, narrates as Kevin Smith is in this apparently. Who did Smith play? I did remember seeing his name in the thing, but I didn't actually look up who. I don't played. know. It doesn't say here. I d- I didn't notice who he was. Ah, uh, well, whatever. Yeah, interesting. Um, so the next one, I'm your pusher. I don't remember this one. This is my favorite one. Pusher, this was the one that was like. This was the one where they got the soup all fucked up, and he oh. flew into the fucking thing after like. Like yes. He was supposed to accept the uh the, the accept the award. Oh, this was a great yeah. one. This is the this is the guy who so this is the guy who wrote uh the uh the boys. Yes. Garth Ennis. He also did yeah, the pre- preacher and and stuff like that, yeah. Oh, he's a big name. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize those yeah, were all go back. Connected. Take a look. Take a look. Let's let's see what this guy's about. Uh best known for Vertigo series Preacher, um his 9-year run on Marvel Comics Punisher. Yep. The Boys, he also collaborated with artists such as Dylan on you know, Preacher, sure, Hitman, The Darkness. Okay, I don't know what that is. So, yeah. You don't know what The Darkness is? Is that the game series? Was based off the comic series. Oh, okay, it's based off this series. Oh, I, yeah, okay, I do know this one. Yeah, this is the one where he's got like the fucking... It's The Witchblade. No. Yeah, it, it's a spinoff uh, of The Witchblade. This character first appeared in The Witchblade. It's a spinoff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is... A, this character was... In Witchblade? Yeah, he was originally viewed in Witchblade and was a spinoff character. That's fucking funny. I was thinking this was... I did not the... know that. Oh, when I... I knew that it was a comic series. I did not know it was a spinoff of fucking Witchblade of oh, all yeah. things. As soon as I saw the artwork, I went, oh, I know this one. I thought it was more based off the video game. Uh, there's like a video The Darkness. The yeah. Darkness. And the like Darkness that. too, yeah. Yeah, Which I thought it was more based on that. second one was awesome. But no, it's, First it's this one. I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. It's kind of got a dark tone. It's his style, I guess. I I actually really enjoy the darkness. I've never read it. You should. I don't read it, comics anymore. You should just watch them any or read them anyway. <laughs> I wish. So in this one, it's more about um, butcher just fucking with people. Well, this is like quintessential the boys. This is the boys. See, I felt this one was different. I guess he was trying to kill a soup to a small degree. Yeah, like he, well, he did. But he's doing it in like a weird way. That's how they always do it. Like Because they can't like, be direct with it, right? Because they, they can't go. Well, because, yeah, they can't fight direct. Yeah. Right? There's no way for them to fight soups head to head. They have to come at them from the side. Yeah, I do love that they go to this drug dealer. 
And yeah. And they get the drug dealer to give the drug to the guy, and he just goes on, like, I don't know, I guess the co- a Coke. Yeah, like, it's not Coke. Like, it's, it's essentially, like, it's, like, effectively a Coke-fueled, like, yeah, I don't even know. He's, like, the flying Flash. So he's, he's the Flash. He can go, su- his powers that he goes super fast when he flies, but it has to be when he flies. Yeah. And they just give him these drugs, hype him all up, and then they're showing him off to, like, get a re- an award. Yeah, he's but, supposed to be effectively, like, a not, like, I don't think he's, like, going to be in the seven, but he's going to be, like, honorably kind of, like, up yeah. up along among the, the heroes kind of thing. Yeah, he's, like, the B team. Yeah. But they still honor the B team, give him awards, well, make things sound good. B team is led by the original, um, or is led by Soldier Boy, right? Oh, is that what that is all about? I think so, yeah. So, like, but Soldier Boy, I can't re- I'm excited for the next season of The Boys because I actually, I haven't, I've been purposely not reading the comics. I read a couple of them just because I wanted to see like what it was like, but I'm I'm holding back because I want to see how the show handles it first. Got it. Because shows tend to butcher what the original medium was. I think in comics it's less so the case. Yeah. But um, I just, I want to see how the show plays because I've already started watching the show. And then when that's wrapped, I'm going to go back and read all the comics. So I had this discussion with you um, when we were at the table yesterday where I want shows to know when to stop, to not just go, not just try to tell a story until they're canceled, to tell finish the story before they're canceled. Like they should never get to the state of you're canceled, wrap it up quick. I don't think that that's in their hands. No, I don't think it always is. But I think you... D- Understand that. Listen, you're not going to get 12 series. People always do. We're gonna we're gonna be like you know the Law and Order, and we're so, gonna go well, for 20 series. Well, some of them though are almost guaranteed that. I get that, but don't. What I'm saying is, don't stop it before that happens. Like mm-hmm. you should end it before that happens. I'm going to assume most of Law and Order jump the shark after a certain point. Stop before you mm. jump the shark, or before you get canceled, whichever one comes first. Yeah. Um. But I think this one, I want to see. I I do know the story plot of the comics. I've read a bunch of them. I kind of want them to expand on the comics. I want them. I want to see more shenanigans going on. Yeah, uh, I think like the the boys has been so widely successful that I think that is very likely we're going to get a spinoff. Of, yeah. at some point. And maybe that you're right. Maybe they don't need to do it in the boys the series, but maybe the yeah. boys the spinoff of watch the goofy shit we did between scenes that you didn't see. Yeah, or even just like it. Maybe uh, when the show ends, it gets worse. It could be because I mean it's kind of like. Like what? Okay, Vought go is down, and then like three other biotech firms show up. It's like, yeah, you like could. once once you've un uncorked that bottle, you're not being you're not putting it back. You're fucked. Yeah, you're gone. The genie's not going back in the bottle at that point. <laughs> yeah, that that makes total sense. That makes total sense. So that was a good one because the guy I I loved the just you were building up this energy of like you saw him getting more coked out, loving the speed, getting faster and faster. And you're like. At first, you're like, okay, he's going to, like, fly by everyone at mock like, ridiculous kill and kill everyone. And then he doesn't do that. And you're like, okay. Well, he almost does. He almost does. He but, fucks like, he, with their, their fucking hearing. That's he fucks sure. with their hearing. I do like the idea that he's just building up energy and yeah. everyone's going, what's going to happen? We're all sitting on the edge. What's going to happen? You don't know. It's just pure chaos. Yeah. And then he just barrels through a dude and then just, like, pancakes himself. In the fucking, yeah, wall. On the wall, which is yeah. great. Uh, right where the audience is, which was fantastic. And well, they classic. did a great scene where, like, he punched through but, like, busted his arm and his neck and just, like, rock tumbled because he was going yeah. so fast. The great animation with oh, parts fantastic. kind of flying off, off and stuff. Yeah. It was very The Boys. Yeah. So, where uh, this episode is concerned, I'm your for sure. I think this was the best The Boys episode. Oh, in for the sense sure. of, like, it, this was, like, it was not just born from the actual writer. So like this is like the closest thing we'll ever get to an animated version of the comics. Yeah, is that this episode? Yeah, well you but, can't if it includes the writer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but overall, yeah, fantastic. It was a good. I liked it. I think that one was that one was a contender for my favorite. So it's it's struggle between the Rick and Morty version. Yeah. Or this one, but I think I like the Rick and Morty one. That one made me laugh a lot more. This one kept me on my seat, going, "What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen?" Oh, uh, yeah. It was a build up to a really good payoff. It was a different kind. It was a build up. It was like it was like you know those roller coasters. There's ones that are like a bunch of hills and a bunch of loops. Yeah. Versus the ones that are like one really tall loop. Yeah. That was the difference between those two episodes to me. Yeah. Yeah. Both very good, but I prefer the loop de loops. <laughs> yeah, you're the you're on for the crazy ride. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. Um, Boyd in 3D. Yeah. This was a funny one in the sense of like. This was great. It, yeah. I actually, I liked it a lot because it felt very tuned into modern day society. <laughs> oh, this was great. Uh, 
and, and like it was just it was fun to watch this was a fun one to watch uh and i mean you kind of knew what was going to happen but it didn't deter you from continuing watching it it felt this one felt like a black mirror episode yeah of of the boys yeah yeah like a, the boys mixed with black mirror because it had that here's something positive here's a new technology and here's how it fucks you <laughs> and here and here's how it inevitably fucks you yeah that being said that guy lived an interesting life he got to fuck a cat girl for you know a very very long time and it seems like they ended up together at the end yeah what yeah no. Oh no! Wait, that was his. That was his fucking. It was his trip. dream right, right before his brain blew. That's up. true. Yeah. <laughs> no. He... Yeah, the whole thing was just a dream. The, right. The whole thing ended up being. I don't know if it was. It was. A, it was him on the on the chair after they applied the stuff, and then his brain exploded. But before it exploded, he lived this like crazy life. Um, oh, see, I took it as he lived the life. No. But instead of having the happy ending, he went back to them. And that's when he they went, oh, shit, you put on too much after all of what was going on. I mean, it could have been. But no, I think it was just... I think it, you're right. I think it was just all one experiment that went way wrong. I think you're right. Now yeah. that I, now that you say that, that totally makes more sense. Because there's a lot of, like, why is Vaughn supporting... There's a scene where, like, Vaughn, Vaughn, Vaughn. Vaughn is supporting them yeah. and trying to get them good numbers on stuff like that. Yeah. Why would they be doing that? Because it just comes out of nowhere. Well, no, because that's 100% what Vaughn does, right? They support their products if they're successful. True, true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I just didn't... Like, Vought's a, Vought's a massive corporation. They totally play that card. <laughs> I, I guess. That's why I, I sort of went along with it, but I felt yeah. it was too weirdly thrown in there. I thought it was... Uh, no, I thought it was... No, I thought it was perfect. Ah, uh, see, I, I viewed... Now that you say it as, like, a whole dream sequence, I view it as a... Uh, that... It seemed too quickly, but I originally when I watched it, I saw it as it's a montage. Get to the point. That's exactly what it was. And Either I was way. totally fine with That's that. That's exactly what it was. Even even as a dream sequence, it was all the same. The only reason why there was that tie-in at the end, it was because it was that funny realization of like, oh, this never actually worked. Yeah. It, it worked about as well as any other Vought product with the exception of the very few that have made them like super rich. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, for every one superhero that comes out. A thousand eggs to find one golden, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. These, or whatever. This is just one of the thousand guys who died before they did perfect that cream. Yeah, probably. Or they just bailed on it because they're like, ah, this is going nowhere. Yeah, you're right. It's probably more like that. Yeah. A canceled project. Yeah. But I did like it. Honestly, the guy had a good dream, good cat girl. It, and now that I think about it, that he was a cat, she was a cat girl. It probably was his dream. Yeah. Because it was Cause his was a fantasy, right? That's the whole thing was that it was kind of his fantasy. Yeah, you're right. It was the girl he he wanted from like you know from his apartment complex, and she was also like a cat girl and totally into him. And it was like, yeah, yeah. And it all worked out in the end. Right. Yeah, no, you're right. That yeah. totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that was a great episode, though. I, I liked it. I, yeah. I loved it, and I think it made a lot of people sexually confused. <laughs> <laughs> Aquafina did this one. This one was. A, <laughs> oh my god so i don't like this i and didn't like I, this. exactly and that's exactly where i am too like the thing is like i actually do like aquafina but i found that the parts that weren't kind of like more in the vein of the boys where she's using her powers and doing things and fighting stuff the rest of it was just super awkward i i get it it's realistic in the sense of like having shitty friends yeah like, yeah sure but like oh uh, i never made that connection how did you not the the metaphor of like she always has shitty friends, but yes. they're different kinds of shit. Yeah. So these so these friends were literal shit, but they were good friends, and her actual friends were shit. Yeah, we're humans, but we're shit. Shit. Yeah. Oh, I ne I don't know why I never made that metaphorical connection. Yeah. I I, I must have just been wrapped up in the Jesus Christ, don't touch that. <laughs> yeah. So like that's the thing is like, and that's if you're not thinking of it on the extra level, it's just like, oh come, what the fuck is this episode? But like when you start to think about it, it like it ties in better. It's, it's just, well written. But no, it is well written. And Aquafina, I think, is actually funny. Um, I actually really like her shit. Hilariously, that's what this whole episode's <laughs> about. Uh, but the yeah, no, it was um, it was good. I thought it was it was good. It, it wasn't was good. my favorite. It wasn't my favorite at all. But I I think like as like an episode is definitely a net positive. And I do like the fact that she's one of those weird powers that's still oh, very powerful yeah but it's like oh fuck that's your power yeah yeah, yeah. It's she like, would not be the one that vought would no show she, off no she would not be a pr department she'd be a pr nightmare is what she'd be yeah yeah, yeah. exactly but I, I did like it i, I liked uh aquafina in it they did a, she did a great job yeah. uh she's obviously getting really famous right now oh she, well, she did she killed it in shang chi yeah uh, the thing is, I don't blame her for Shang Chi. I blame the writing. Actually, I think Shang Chi. Actually, I think Shang Chi is a net success. Oh, it's a net success, but that doesn't mean it's good. 
I actually difference. thought it was pretty good. You can be the worst human being on the planet and still be successful. I actually thought it was good. I thought it was better than the majority of shit that Marvel pumps out. Oh, I do not believe that at all. Oh, I disagree. Oh. Well. Well, we, we have to disagree on something. So. Yeah. How can we agree? Like, we're agreeing on all these episodes. Uh, yeah. We have to hate each other for something. something That's, yeah. It's our shtick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nubian versus Nubian. Nubian versus Nubian. Um, I actually like this one. This was great. Yeah. This one was fantastic. I didn't know it was Don Cheadle. That's awesome. <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't know that one either. Um, I I absolutely adored this one. It reminded. I loved the fact that it was kind of this realistic thing, and I think it taught an important lesson. Of, I I always there's a lot of people and couples, especially adult couples, that are having going through a rough relationship. Yeah, and then they're like, "Let's have a kid. That'll solve our problem." Yeah, of course it never fucking does. It it solved nothing. It solves nothing. The the only thing that they liked was fighting. Yeah. That's all that, which is funny because their kid knew them very well. Mm-hmm. But the problem was that their kid didn't understand the follow through of what was going on. Well, they didn't, under, she didn't understand that that means that the only way they could work is if they're always fighting, fighting, in which case they're not being her parent. Right. And that's why she's like, we need it. They're like, better as not her parents. Yeah. Exactly. Which is fucked up. <laughs> which is fucked up, but that's heroes. But that's, you're, you're right, though. That's like, the heroes in boys. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, oh, no, this was 100% the boys. Yeah. Like the whole like, oh yeah, there was never any fighting, stuff like that. We were actually friends. We were talking about how like the different dynamics between the hero and the villain kind yeah. of thing. And it's more it, like a WrestleMania show. Well, that's what it is, <laughs> right? And that's it's, that's a hundred percent what Vought would do. It is WrestleMania. That's exactly what it well, is. Well, that's kind of the main story arc, I think, of season one slash two of the boy series, which is um Homelander makes a villain. Yeah. By giving out the potion to, you know, Middle East cliche terrorists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's exactly one of those stories. I think it was a good one. Yeah. Uh, I like the the kid worked really hard. I love the guy. Kind of remind me of like a Wolverine kind of personality. Yeah, Dimaggio's character. Dimaggio's character. Yeah. yeah. Um. I the hawk. I think it was that was that groundhawk. Groundhawk. Yeah. I just love that fucking name. I can't fly. <laughs> it's like the worst fucking thing. Like, let's give him a theme about flying, and he can't fly. And he's got his hands. Uh, his hands are hammer hands. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you just call him hammer hand? <laughs> I do love the fact he's like, I'm just gonna sit here and try and jerk off with my hammer hands. <laughs> that's a, that's a boy's line for sure. I I love the when when he lets her into his house, and he's like, Jerry, I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> what a great what a great oh, scene. Oh my god, uh, that was a great one. <laughs> Uh, John and Sunny Heat. This oh, was yeah. actually, I think this was my second favorite episode. This was deep. This is very Andy and from, Samberg. Yeah. And like, and well, I actually like this because it kind of showed Andy Samberg can do not just comedy. I always knew that. Yeah. Because no. if you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I know you, yes. you've enjoyed as much as I do. They, they, they sneak it in. They sneak in emotion. You're like, oh God, you can't make me feel this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they sneak it in. They're good. About that in nine 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 nine's a great show. <laughs> I think Andy Samberg overall is very underappreciated. Extremely, I think extremely underappreciated. I think, I think he's very like way more talented than anyone. Look, I'm sure there are plenty of people oh, in the world that give him credit for it. Uh, yeah, obviously, but the I world mean, in general. Yeah, I don't think that he gets he gets the clout he deserves. But I mean, for what he does get, or maybe it's just that he's really good at channeling it so that it doesn't like come out like that. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, it, it could be all in the person. I don't know because he doesn't. He never really seems to like build up his his own PR. He he just is successful. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He just sort of is the guy, and I think that's why I like him. Yeah, he's not a big character. He's just he's a like, guy who does I'm good doing stuff. Doing my stuff. Yeah, yeah. But this one, um, without going too deep, this one had a lot of meaning to me. Yeah. Um, and I really like the idea that this woman's superpower was basically her cancer. Yeah, <laughs> it was, was, it was her cancer, yeah. And the cancer becomes like a monster. And it was very, for those who have had that experience in their life, I think this is, has like a lot of meaning to it. Yeah. Actually, I'd like to know what the original inspiration was for him to write this. I'm sure. There's no way he doesn't, he hadn't had a family member, or a somebody, lover, yeah. someone he knows, someone he cares about deeply that is infected by, like, you know, that has cancer. some f- yeah. form of cancer. Yeah. I think it was great. Very emotional. It was more emotional than it was comedy, but it still had comedy. Yeah. And it, it even though it didn't feel 100% like the boys, it definitely felt like it fit. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was out of place. It just felt different, but I thought it was a good different. It felt and, like super fucked up, but not comedy. Whereas the boys is kind of famous for like dark comedy. Yeah, this felt like um, emotional. Yeah, 
and but still fits. Yeah, and I think overall, I mean, we got what eight or no? Not was it nine or ten episodes? How many episodes did we get? Eight, eight. Okay, so eight, out of eight episodes, we had one that wasn't necessarily a comedy, but I thought that it was one of the standouts. Oh, for sure. Which is good for a couple of reasons. One, they acknowledge that the boys isn't just comedy. Yep. And it's not just like you know um this vehicle to tell ridiculous stories they actually use it to tell a good one and i thought that that was great because it expands what the boys can be yeah for sure i i who plays is it steve hahn is that who they're trying to describe as the main actor no that's directed directed by by. directed by uh who is the 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 guy who plays the voice randall as john randall duke kim who the fuck is this guy i know i recognize his voice um born and raised in hawaii i can't is that him yeah yeah Yeah, that's probably him uh hamlet oh he's the key maker in matrix reloaded that's how i know his voice oh yeah really hawaii he also plays grandpa gohan (laughs) the live action dragon ball revolution i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) i've never heard of that movie (laughs) no i know i refuse to hear about that movie (laughs) i know um oh he did play uh he played uga in kung fu panda too that makes total sense nice uh, no, well, he he has a great voice. Like it was a very like quintessential voice. Quintessential voice, but I think he's always played off as Asian, not Hawaii, which is it's a well, form I mean, of Asian. Yeah, it, it totally is. But they well, I mean, like, there's like Chinese. Like, even or think Japanese. of like um, even think of uh, a lot of the Japanese um, uh, Terrace House takes place in Hawaii. The which one? Sorry, there's a Japanese show called Terrace House that takes place in Hawaii. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they have a Hawaii version. There's one that takes place in Japan, obviously. Oh, okay, I didn't know. That. Yeah, yeah, weird uh, reality shows but good one that one yeah so i recognize his voice he does a great job of being this impactful guy who's just trying to get a few more years out of his wife yeah um and his wife clearly has already accepted her fate yeah um but you know he wouldn't let her go and he she's kind it's kind of those moments of you need to let me go like it's a very story of it's time like let me go and she feels bad about what he's done but also totally understands like i get it yeah Sorry, yeah, I he needs to let her go so she can fix it, and essentially that'll be the end of it all. Yeah, yeah. So it's a very good story in that one. Very meaningful, very impactful. Great animation. That monster, I guess we'll call it the cancer monster. Yeah, with the tentacles. Great animation. I love well animated tentacle monsters because I know that like amorphous blobs that are tentacly require a lot of creativity when animating and a lot of work yeah which is constant movement constant movement and constant strange shapes it's not as clean you're not you can't just study it, you have yeah, to it's not, it. yeah it's not a it's not a, a human being it's not something that you normally run into in life it's something that is alien yeah, yeah and to do it right and to do it justice you have to think beyond the human body you have to think or like, actually anything within the human body i guess so yeah <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> uh so i think this last episode was also, not so much a comedy, um, but I think it was a huge deal. I thought it was awesome. This was amazing. Uh, so, like, that this is the thing, right? Is like, I really like this one. But, like, it is not in the top three, only because I thought the other ones were more standout. This one is phenomenal for showing Homelander as a character. Kind of, like, yeah. a little bit more about his background. It humanizes him. Uh, I don't know about that. Well... <laughs> I, I think it does in the sense okay. that I you okay I already got an idea a feeling from the show from the live action sure. show that Homelander was a victim. Homelander is a victim of people raising him the way he was raised. Okay, sorry, you're right. In that light, actually, I I disagree with what I said. Fair I enough. Agree with what you said so, but you never I never felt it. Like you know what I mean? I understood it, but I never felt it. This one made me feel it. Sure, which I think is important. You know what? Yeah. Okay. I go back on that. Yeah. Cause I, I kind of, I think this is also kind of a, one of those things where I watch it once. I need to go back and watch it again. Kind Got of thing. Cause I missed a lot of detail. Um, because you're right. Yeah. When you think about it, like it is a lot of him showing why he is what he is and not just this guy's a dick. Cause he's a dick. Yeah. Cause yeah. they do a lot of every single time he's about to make a back, a bad choice. It flashes back to why he's making that choice. Yeah. And it totally, and you're like, Oh, Oh, it, all those things you see him doing in the show when he's making these terrible, awful decisions, you now realize what's going on in his head. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, this is a horribly tortured man-child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that had no no love in his life yeah. and was raised by scientists, effectively, to be a product. Yeah. And they yeah. raised him kind of wrong. 
Oh, extremely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Horribly wrong. Yeah. I, I absolutely adored it. I loved his misunderstanding of why he trusts um, Black Noir now so much. Yeah. Whereas he didn't. Yeah. But I also know the fate and what Black Noir is. So. Right. Yeah. I, I have this understanding of the potential of the future that is in the comics. I'm, I'm excited to see how the show plays, too. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for the season as well, because I also really like... Uh, Oh my god! Of course, now that I'm about to say, it, I forget his fucking name. The guy's gonna be playing Soldier Boy. Oh, uh, uh, is Steve something? No, Jensen Eccles. Jensen Eccles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's great. Oh yeah, he's awesome. I think I'm guessing that's what brought up because you you had suggested this as like you're like, hey, let's talk about this today because I'm guessing you saw the trailer and it. No. Oh no, I haven't seen the trailer yet for the oh, third one. Fuck, there's a trailer. Cool. We'll watch it. Yeah, we'll watch it right after this. Uh, it yeah, shows sure. a little bit of Jensen Eccles. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. He probably looks like super disheveled compared to what he looked like in Supernatural. Oh, for sure. But yeah. he's, I think most of the clips show him with like the, the classic Captain America kind of kinda helmet like thing going. Up, so you don't yeah. really see a lot of his, his like, soldier boy look, yeah. his human face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he definitely looks like uh, Captain America, which is who he's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So totally makes sense. So overall, I think this, I think the boys, okay. I think, I don't know whether Prime intended this, but Prime put a lot of money and effort into uh, Jupiter's Ascending universe. Yeah. And that didn't pan out. That failed and they kind of came to a close. They did put out a really good comic called Super, uh, animation called Super Crooks. Yeah, I wanted to watch that. It's great. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, And then they put out this. And I don't know whether they just put all the money into both of them, hoping to see whether, you know. Which one would pay off. Which one would pay off. We'll just take that route. Yeah. Or whether... Because I think they put more money into Jupiter's Ascending. And I think they just kind of went, oh, this one, like, clearly the boys was a blowout that they weren't expecting. But yeah. at the same time, they clearly put enough money into it, in it to have, like, um, not Gerard Butler. What the hell's his name? Keith Urban in it. Mm. So they clearly put some money into it. Keith, probably Keith kills it as the butcher. Oh, he's great. <laughs> he's fantastic. Did, did they get him all for the same voice? I think it was a different voice in the comic. I don't think it was Keith in the, you mean the animation? In the uh, animation. No, it was something Sorry. else. It was something else. I'm your pusher, third episode. Uh, I'm your pusher. Who plays Jason Isaacs? J- yep, that's it. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Malfoy. No, not Malfoy. What's his, no, his dad? What's his Malfoy's father? Lucius. Lucius Malfoy. Yeah. Uh, he also plays um in Discovery. He plays like the best captain. Oh, my God. He's so good in, in Discovery. Series. When they stopped having him in Discovery, I kind of stopped watching. It's, it's okay. Here's the thing. Like Discovery is good. It continues to be good. Yeah. But, but, and it's a big but, a lot of the Star Trek fans don't acknowledge it. Really? Yeah, it, it makes so many fucking plot holes and shit like that. And uh-huh. there's like a lot of things that are like not really kind of good with the lore. And it, it's a bit of a mess. Here's the thing. If you can detach Discovery from the rest of Star Trek, you can enjoy it immensely. Which is probably why I don't mind it that much. Yes. Because I'm not connected to the rest of Star Trek. I've actually been going back and watching. I'm actually almost done the original series now. So I'm actually I'm actually going through the it all. Shatner or yeah, the Discovery? The Shatner. Oh God. Oh yeah. No, I'm watching all of it. I'm 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 trying to watch all you of it. You have so many better things you should be doing with your time. I've already watched them. <laughs> uh so yeah, no, it comes down to like what am I gonna do? As far as watching it. So I was like, here's the thing. I've been doing it slowly. I do it when I don't have other things to watch. Got it. Or if I don't feel like watching other things. Because like Star Trek is kind of like, whatever. I'll put it up. I'll play Elden Ring. And, I, and I'll, I'll lose focus on Elden Ring to watch it. But I'll still be doing something. Oh, that's so wrong. It's actually not bad. It's, a, it's been enjoyable. It's all, all right. I can really say. It's, it's been enjoyable. That's it. Wow, that's that's amazing to me. I, I could not possibly enjoy that. But yeah, Jason Isaacs needs to be in more things. Like, he's amazing. Gen- genuinely, I think he's always been a very good actor. He and... made Discovery better. He was a very fantastic actor in it. He had a lot. His character to me had the most depth. I hope he, the, they're bringing him back in Rebels. Star Wars. Wait, what? Sorry. Who yeah. does he play in Rebels? The Grand Inquisitor. What? Yeah. So like the Grand Inquisitor is going to be a big thing against Obi-Wan. So in, I think in the Obi-Wan series, the Grand Inquisitor is one of the main antagonists i hope jason isaacs plays him wow. actually let's look it up maybe we can look that up right now well, why is well that... that's in rebels so like but like they've put the grand inquisitor in obi-wan really yeah the grand inquisitor uh featuring the main antagonist of the first season oh, it, oh he is dude he is in obi-wan they have yeah. a scene of him in it but uh, is it jason isaacs though that's oh, what i'm asking probably not that, that there at the bottom oh, 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 fucking, oh. why are you leaving it's right there sorry 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 sorry, sorry. <laughs> Uh, Performance Grand Inquisitor received cast as the Grand Inquisitor in live action. Yes, yeah. 
Rupert. Rupert Friend. Okay, so it's not him. Damn it. No, sorry, man. Oh, well. Yeah. No, see, I, I liked him in Legend. Like, I knew he was in Legend of Korra, Last Airbender. I gotta, actually, Legend of Korra, I gotta watch. Who was he in Last Airbender? Uh, just a, a Admiral Zhao. So he's a bad guy. Oh, okay, yeah. He's, he's a bad guy. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah. Uh, from the Fire Nation. Uh, who's he in um, Korra? Oh, same, same character. Same character. Same character, yep. Yeah, spoiler alert. I mean, I guess you already know because you watched the first season. Like, you watched The Last Airbender. You've yeah. never watched Korra yet. No, I haven't watched Korra yet. No. Okay. You should watch that instead of uh, Star, Trek. Star Trek. Well, yeah. No, here's the thing is I do plan on watching Korra. I just needed to give that world a break because I binged The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a rough That's a rough go at it. Yeah, no, it wasn't it. actually that bad. It wasn't that bad. Don't uh, remember, I've binged season one, like Last Airbender, then Korra right after one another. Sure. I've done it. Yeah. But you have to be really into it. Like, see, so like, that's the thing, right? It's like, even with The Last Airbender, and I always joked about this when I talked to you about it, because, like, I wasn't watching it for the longest time. Because, right. like, 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 I knew I was going to like it. Um, which is kind of a hilarious reason to not watch something. <laughs> <laughs> Most of it, me not watching it, I think, was just me fucking with you. Probably. Um, but uh, when I actually eventually did watch it, I thought it was a, it's a great series. I think it starts off very childish yeah it and does grow like the first it, season's rough well like that's okay so if you were young if you were the age we were when it first came out oh we would have loved it. we would have loved it yeah but i watched it later on when it came out on netflix so it was a it was a tough watch the first season the first season is a tough watch but that's the same thing with a lot of shows like that like even uh the clone wars for star wars yeah the first season is chop and is bad uh <laughs> but after that it's amazing the thing is, like, if you don't watch the first season, though, you miss out on some of the things that they did. Like, when Ahsoka's originally in the show, they specifically designed her to be annoying. Like, they wanted you to not like her at first. Just so that they would force the evolution? Yes. And that and that was, like, as you can see, and you can see it. If you watch the show, you can see it. It's not just, like, fan manipulation of everyone's, like, this character now, sucks. Do you, think they, do you think they specifically did that? Or do you think no, they no, made no, a no. character like this and went, oh, fuck, nobody no, no. likes this character? Um... Oh my god, fuck. Guy who's running Feloni? Feloni does that kind of shit. And he does that kind of shit really well. He did it with Avatar too. I'm starting to worry about Feloni mostly because Maybe maybe now, but like now. Oh, what I'm saying is like when he was doing these things at the time, that's that was kind of like his design. He does that kind of shit. Yeah, I'm just getting worried about him because I feel like he's gone so for the new Star Wars stuff, I feel like he's trying to sh- shove in the stuff that he's made, which is great. He's made great stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to argue, but he's trying to like instead of because the clearly the producers and, and this might be a producer problem yeah is he's saying i would like to do a thing with a certain character that yeah. i have created from rebels from yep. uh clone wars whatever it is because he's invented a lot of shit yes and the producers go mm, he goes okay fine i'll just put him in this show as like a show and, and he, he, they don't get the love and they they get broken they get damaged and they don't get the same love as they had when dave filoni first created them are you saying this because of cad bane that's a huge factor. Yeah. But there's other parts of it as sure. well. Okay, so here's the thing. Is I think that this is a... Um, what they're trying to do is they're trying to integrate all of it together, right? They're trying to build it as a connected universe with all these characters. Yeah. That's where they're bringing a lot of the animation characters to life. And genuinely, I think that they're doing a pretty good job of it. Um, there is definitely times where the ball is dropped, and I'd like to know who drops the ball when. It could be Filoni. It could be somebody else. I don't feel like it's Filoni. I feel like Filoni wants to do a thing and people don't let him do the full thing. So yeah. he he settles for the shittier thing, which I think Maybe. sucks. I think settling is the wrong choice. That, that's the choice Filoni makes. He should have just backed down. But also he has to keep trying to keep push forward at the same time. So it's yeah. a tough decision. I mean, the, the hope is that Bane comes back in some capacity and like he's the kind of character that kind of would. Yeah. So like... um. Because he's kind of like the uh, uh, the dead Desperado. That's how I always saw him. The character who's like the undead Desperado. Like no matter how many times you've taken this guy down, somehow he finds a way to come back yeah. and just kind of keep gunning people down. You're like, Christ. Like we made him worse every time. Because <laughs> like, it's like he gets an upgrade. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like the Frieza complex. The fr- <laughs> um, but like, uh, and I mean, that's a, an assumption on my part yeah. uh, that, that they would go that way. But I think they will because they don't, I don't think they didn't realize how much people liked Cad. I'm amazed because he's just so like stylistically so fucking cool. Well, he is like, he's a stereotype, but like done up to 11 and, yeah. and Star Warsified, but done 
so well. Yeah, he's he refined. He's a refined character. He is. He is. I think there. I think the problem that Dave Filoni might be making, if it, if this is part of his mistake or someone else's, is fundamentally the audience that watches Rebels and Clone Wars and yeah. Resistance is not the same ones that watch the live action. True. So you can't just inject a character from those series without some separated buildup. Yeah, I think the yes, okay. So like in the case of Cat, I think the buildup was wrong. But like, I mean, Mandalorian was a was a bunch of misread, right? Yeah, it was a bunch of audience misread. Like they were putting in a lot of the stuff that people wanted, the Rancor stuff, you know, like the cyber the cybernetic stuff was done very poorly though. But like people didn't yeah. want to see more of that because there is a lot of that in like the original extended yep. universe. It was just done really badly here. Like they're like people like want a swoop gang. They added a swoop gang of people on fucking mopeds. Yeah. Like it's like you you but guys are that, missing the mark. But to me, that's that feeling of someone wants to try and do something, something and then it's and a, they're, and they're kind of told, no, you can't get all of it. You yeah. get some of it, and you're like, well, I'll still get the some of it. And you're like, no, no, you're better off not doing any of it. <laughs> yeah, and I can't remember the actress's name. She's really good, and it felt like such a missed opportunity when they added her in. Uh, the one who was, she was in, um. Yellow Jackets playing that. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, she plays the one girl in the uh, mods. Yeah, that may, yep. And um, uh, I think that they're going to grow with that because I think the idea is that she's going to kind of become Fennec's kind of apprentice over time. That makes sense. So it'll we'll, we'll be interesting to see. And hopefully that they uh, also follow Fennec and get like better speeders. That makes funny. <laughs> I know it's a, it's a stupid thing to get caught up on, but like they're so bad. They're, they're, so, they're terrible. They're so cringe. They're terrible. So yeah. I think what does split is so far right now, everything that has come out from The Boys has been good. I have not been disappointed by anything The Boys. It's inevitable yes. if you just keep throwing out stuff. But so far, so good. Yeah. And I'm we I'm excited now for season three. They did a good job. They put this out, then put out the trailer, this and now a, we're all it's excited. A, it's a hype reel. It's a hype reel. reel. It's 100% a hype reel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm fine with it because no, I love no, no, it. No, no, no. It was a good hype reel. Good. I yeah, enjoyed yeah, it. You can't put out a bad hype reel, right? Yeah, exactly. So with that, we both loved it. Oddly enough, I think we both agreed on like what are more or less one of our most favorites. Like, yeah, well, we may not have agreed completely on the favorite, but we both agree that our favorites are the better ones. I mean, all the shit we say, ultimately, I think we're pretty average people. Yeah. We so are. I mean, like, if most people like it, we're probably gonna like it. Well, that's kind of how we make these episodes. Is my my mentality is if I would like it, I know that there is a large number of people out there that, that would are like, it, like it because yeah. I'm not a unique snowflake. No, no. If I am, I should be making money on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we should always be making money, but we never do. We're really bad at making money. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, well, thanks for watching this diabolical oh, episode. God. I'm specifically doing a very bad English accent. I don't care either way. <laughs> so I, the, here's the, I don't think I can do a good English accent, so it's better to just... Well, it would come out as, like, Irish, because your accents always shift to Irish for they some reason. They always go to Irish. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why. why. Irish and Russian. Yeah, and like, you have no heritage in either of those. <laughs> not not, <laughs> not, not, not that I'm aware of, anyway. No, no, it's So... Uh, if you liked what we talked about, there wasn't much structure here, but that's fine. We're just here to talk about Diabacle. There wasn't much structure in those episodes. Um, and Star Wars, us. of course, snuck its way in. Star Wars always sneaks its way into our conversations. Yeah. Go on. Um, I, it, the weird thing is I don't care as much about Star Wars as you do. But because you're, you're around, I, it just be honest, automatically comes I think, in. I think like you are slowly getting pulled in. I feel like it's like the sand trap for you. <laughs> I, there's, I'm, I'm Boba Fett being pulled into the, the Sarlacc, the Sarlacc. Like super slowly. Yeah. There's no quite, uh, was it the Wilhelm scream? I, I, it's yeah. a real slow Wilhelm scream. It's, ah! a, it's more the Wilhelm whine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, so join us on Discord. We have these conversations. We bring up shit like this. All the time. All the time. Get us on Cephalopod. Join us there. Download us, listen to us. We've got plenty of episodes. We got some fast reviews of new and old games, discussions of games. We've got uh, Raised by Spoilers coming out. Our next one will be Barbarella. Really? Yep, yep. Uh, I oddly enough, uh, Rich, it's actually his girlfriend slash fiance that wanted me to watch that. Yeah. So this isn't like it's a highly sexual. To my understanding, it's a highly sexualized old fantasy. Yeah. And um, for whatever reason, a female wants to show it to me because she loves that movie. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's a, I, I, you know what? I, I guess it's a, uh, the power fantasy for females, right? The women is hot. She's muscular, which is kind of like what we would want. The Superman, the hot and muscular. Yeah. And it totally fits in. What's it called? Um, uh, Like peak human. Yeah. Human yeah, form, or, form whatever. or whatever. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be watching. Uh. Come on, Discord. Have these stupid conversations with us. Join us on Elden Ring. Join us on all this bullshit. Yeah. 
All right, well, Good times. this is uh, Doy Borlico, Plebeian Adam, and Rob. Thanks for 